Good evening, everyone, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Sagman, and with me, as always, is my best pal. Hi, I'm Noelle Schmidt. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Noelle and I host a show called High Spirits, in which we drink alcohol and we talk about ghosts. All things are true. Uh-huh. That's why we call it High Spirits. Hi. Do you get it? Get it. That's the joke. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a rough start. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> keep Noelle, going. What, uh, what's happening? Oh, no. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a Louis Martini Cabernet. Louis Martini. It's named after a guy. Uh-huh. I am drinking Anti-Hero by Revolution. Cool. It's, it's an IPA, and I think I'm trite because I just keep cycling through the same old shit. we got to find you some new stuff. But I appreciate that you stick with the locals. I really like local Chicago beer. It's quite good. It's kind of who I is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great stuff. Uh, Noel, is there anything you would love to catch up on? Um, let me, I haven't, I haven't prepared. Okay. (laughs) Well, I will take that as a no. I don't think so. You guys can always email, uh, Noel at highspiritchicago at Mm gmail.com. You can always reach out to Noel on our Facebook page, which is High Spirit Chicago Podcast. Yes. And you can, of course, listen to us on SoundCloud and uh, iTunes. We also have uh, an Instagram, High Spirit Chicago, mm-hmm. and a Twitter. We do, High Spirit Chick. Chick. Yeah. Chick, like those old jeans. Yeah. Chick. Do they still make those? Was that uh, a thing? Chick. 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 I just know Gilda Radner, Jewess jeans. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When she's walking down the street and she turns around and she goes, you don't have to be Jewish, but it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> uh, uh, some people I know uh, recently had, um, for someone's birthday, or one of their birthdays, it was they did a snl theme party and people had to come dress as their favorite SNL character. And... Uh, I, I did not go, but I saw a picture that was did sent to me. Did someone have Jewess jeans? No, but I was like, if I would have gone, I would have gone as Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana. Mm. And nobody there would have known who I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would it would have been too old for them. What is this, you old person? I would have gone as Stefan. Stefan. There were several Stefans. Yeah, of course there were. Yeah. Or I would um, have gone as um, Vanessa Bear's character of the uh, Bar Mitzvah boy. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know new SNL stuff because mm-hmm. I'm cranky. And I 7, have Saturday 000. night plans always. I'm so important and busy. Ew, you're gross. I'm usually in a hotel room, sadly crying into a glass of wine. strange men for $1,000 <laughs> a night. That's my job. That's why I travel <laughs> so much. You do. Case closed. We call it massage therapy, but we mean <laughs> something else. <laughs> So, uh, apparently, like, a masseuse, I believe, is kind of like a derogatory term. Yes. Uh, so, our friend Rachel, who is a massage therapist uh-huh. um, in a, a small town, uh, in a place, um, the, the local paper was advertising for a masseuse, and she was not having any mm-hmm. of that, and gave them the business about it, and was like, how dare she you? She did. It also sounded like they were asking for... What a lot of people are asking for. Yeah. They absolutely were. Happy and endings aren't right. always happy. She was like... Uh, happy endings are illegal. 
Totally illegal in the state of where she lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm so pleased that we're segueing from sex work to my topic. <laughs> no, do you want to know what I'm talking about this week? I do. Oh my god. But do you have any guesses? Uh, I thought for a secundo we were doing the same thing. We are not, but I'm doing a house. What do you think I'm doing? I don't know. Okay. Uh, wait. No, I'll stop guessing. Okay. I'm going to give you uh, three hints. Okay. San Diego. San Diego. Rancho Santa Fe. Okay. Gated community. What could go wrong? Are we doing the Tate House? No. Nine. What do you think? That would be LA. We're close. Um, It's a cult. Why can't I think of it? Just tell me, because it was Heaven's Gate. Yes. Cult stuff. Cult stuff. We love cult stuff. Also, this is for you because I was thinking about you. This is um, Heaven's Gate. So good. Supernatural. I mean, not supernatural. This is um, Aliens. So here we go. On March 26, 1997, police discovered the bodies of 39 members Ugh. of the group who had participated in the mass suicide in order to reach what they believed was an extraterrestrial spacecraft following the comet called Hail Bop. Hail Bop. Remember Hail Bop? I do remember Hail Bop. We lived. We lived during Hail Bop. Some people didn't. Well, you and I did, and that's really all that matters. Hillbop. Hey, Noelle. I remember going out into my yard. To watch Hillbop? To watch Hillbop mm-hmm. with my dad. This... Hi, Dad. If you're listening. <laughs> I hope, I hope you're not. Yeah. My dad isn't. Uh... <laughs> God. That's a callback from last episode where we're being, where we're being super cryptic oblique. and weird. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I should say my thing, but I can't. Nope. <laughs> We're just gonna keep referencing it, yeah. so people are gonna be like, "What is it?" Hey, Noel, it's really not that big of a deal. This group rented a nine thousand two hundred square foot mansion. Oh, that's the size of my house. Can't you? <laughs> I'm actually like three rooms away from Jay right now. That's true. Yeah, walkie talkie me. Um. It was. Uh, it's a mansion located near eighteen three. Sorry. Uh, 18341 California addresses always freak me out because they're too big but uh, 18341 <laughs> Carolina Norte okay. later that street was changed to Paseo Victoria um, probably because they didn't want to be the street where <laughs> 39 <laughs> people committed yeah. suicide exactly so they changed their name but um, this was a gated community in the upscale homes of San Diego uh, the group paid, not the group, but the cult leader, paid $7,000 per month in cash for rent. Jeez. Mm-hmm. That was in what year? 1997. Dang. Yeah. 21 years ago. It's a good, good deal uh, loot. It's yeah. probably about $14,000 in this day's money. You think so? Well, we had that big crisis. What crisis? <laughs> there was a crisis no <laughs> i think we're still in it did you wait what oh my no, god No, everything's fine oh let me just take Woodward's a long book is fucking awesome have you read it already of course you can i have it yes you 
Ah! Why didn't we have this conversation earlier? Well, <laughs> we were busy. <laughs> we're busy sacrificing virgins and burying them in a uh, whole house. <laughs> so, um, the adherents of the group were between 26 and 72, meaning those who died. So it's a big yeah. disparate age group. Um, Don't worry, there was no sex happening. <laughs> no, there you're right. Because they were castrated. Castrated. Uh, they were believed to have died in uh, over three successive days. Jeez. So um, this way there's sort of like a control, right? Mm-hmm. So allegedly 15 members died on March 24th, 15 more on March 25th, and nine on March 26th. That included the leader okay. of this whole thing. Uh, member, members took phenobarbital, which is like anti-seizure medication. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they took, uh, phenobarbital and they mixed it with applesauce and they washed it down with vodka. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so, wait, Jonestown was cyanide, right? Uh, I, it's, it's certainly a poison. It's, it's, it was a poison poison they put in the Kool-Aid. I think it's cyanide, but I'm not sure. It was something similar to that, but it's, I mean, it's a similar concept to what Jim Jones did with like mixing, you know, poison and and ingesting it. Oh yeah. Which is interesting. Like if, and I don't know, and I don't know if you're going to go into that, if like he was an influence at all on these people. No. Um, because there's just, there's so many different, like, there's so many um <coughs> I think of what's so fascinating, and we'll, we'll get into this as we, as we keep going, but I, I will uh, say this, that um, what's so interesting to me about Heaven's Gate is it's so pretentious uh-huh. on so many levels that I don't think, not only do I not think that Jonestown would have been an influence, mm-hmm. I think that... Um, uh, Marshall Applewhite, who was one of the, who was the lead guy in this, right. would have found Jonestown vulgar. Touché. Because they're very scientific. Yes. They believe in aliens, and it, there's, I will, I will tell you further in a little bit what they think. Right. I think he would have been like, Christians in South America? Gross. Well, Marshall Applewhite, um, which also is such a cool name and yeah. unfortunate on many levels was such a stereotypical nerd. Yes. And for sure. So like, it, that's just such a bizarre concept for him because they, I don't, I don't think he would, I don't think he would find anything in common Jonestown. Yeah. I think at the time, what well, I, I don't have to think I know. I, I, I think at the time it was just on the, uh, skirt hems of, uh, David Koresh and the Branch, Branch Davidians. Yeah, because that was that like 93, I think. understood that uh, for, from a high-level perspective, mm-hmm. that he and his people were at risk. Got it. Not okay. for the same reasons, because I think he would have uh, found he picked David Koresh also vulgar, because it, he, he thought Christianity was stupid. Right, right, right. Yeah. So we're eventually, I will eventually talk about the tenets of Heaven's Gate and uh-huh. the cult there, but it's, it's, it's a bunch of science nerds. I mean, they, they, 
they really go full in for not uh, uh, a small desert desert uh, religion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with with the you know baby Jesus sweet and mild. Mm-hmm. Not what they're thinking of. No. So they're really hoping Zeno is going to come down. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a different cult. Closer to that cult. That's the cult of Scientology. Anyhoozle. Also, uh, if you're a Scientologist, you're in a cult. Also, also, uh, call us. 1-800-MIKE-RINDER. Call Leah Remini. <laughs> she's here to help. She's not doing you anymore. No, she she's... got bullied out of it. She's doing Jehovah's. No, no, no. I think, I think she's back in. Oh. I read something. Maybe she's doing both. I'd be happy with both. Y'all's, uh... So the members um, took their own lives with a uh, Fiener bubble tunnel with uh, a vodka chaser. A little applesauce. Uh, they also secure plastic bags around their heads. Ugh. Because um, they wanted to make sure that they would induce asphyxiation. Um, authorities found the dead lying in their own bunk beds, faces and torsos, covered by a square purple co- uh, cloth. Each member carried a $5 bill and three quarters in their pocket. The $5 bill was to cover vagrancy fines while members were out on jobs, while the quarters were there to make phone calls. All 39 were dressed in identical black shirts and sweatpants. Time out. Brand new. Hang on. Brand new black and white Nike Decade athletic shoes. They also had armbands armband patches reading, quote, Heaven's Gate Away Team, which is a Star Trek reference. Yes, please. Um, I just would like to know how you pay for calls with quarters. Oh, back in the 90s. <laughs> yes. We had something called a payphone. What's that? It is something that predates cell phones. And so you would find them at, like, sides of the road, gas stations, maybe a restaurant and often in airports and like a panel and people would put, uh, initially, well, not initially, but I have an interesting story to tell you if you want to know. Well, how do you know, how do you know people's numbers? Uh, okay. <laughs> people used to have them memorized or they used to look in the phone I don't, book. I can't stand for any of this. Noelle, you want to know something? Tell me. So you know the phrase drop a dime on someone? Yeah. No, actually I don't. You don't? No, I don't. You don't know what that means? No. Oh, I'm wow. Honestly, never. I've heard drop something else. Yes. Drop a, <laughs> drop a dime. Um, I'll just see over here. used to mean making an anonymous phone call to the police. Oh. And so what that meant was the police would ask you to drop a dime into uh-huh. a cell phone. They would into not, a payphone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> into a payphone. And they would not ask you your name, and they would not ask for your information. Mm-hmm. And so... Basically, would give them a tip off, and so okay. felons to this day say uh-huh. if you if you ratted someone out, if you cheated someone, or if you've like, yeah, they'll be like, Noel dropped a dime on me. A lot of people don't even know where that saying comes from. That's where that saying comes. From. I I I don't think I've ever heard that. Honestly, maybe I yeah I don't believe that I have. Any questions with regard to Heaven's Gate? Um, no, I don't think so. But you want to go back to that Star Trek reference? No. 
I don't. That's not. No. Heaven's Gate away team. Yeah. Okay. They're playing for the away team. I don't know that reference. I don't do any Star Trek whatsoever. I mean, I know I know enough, but I don't like know enough to like that. Yeah, I know I, character names. I know, I know some Wien story. That's, <laughs> that's that's incorrect. Um, Wolverine was in it. Oh, he was. He was in the <coughs> generation. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. is Whoopi Goldberg. Correct. Don't take it that way from me. No, no, no. So is my friend, uh, or my friend, my uncle's Your friend. Your friend Jordy? No. <laughs> my uncle friend. My uncle's friend. Why are we doing this? Captain Luke Picard? No, he was, uh, John Delancey is the actor's name. He was Eugene on Days of Our Lives when we were kids. I know Days. Also, I don't know who Eugene is. He was also, uh, I can't remember what his name was on. Wait, what did he do on Days of Our Lives? Because I know everything He was about Eugene. Days. He was the magician and with Calliope was his wife and he disappeared. He did Are you a magic talking about day players? I'm talking about Days of Our Lives. If you're not talking about, like, honestly, if you're not talking about, like, Marlena or anything happening in her crew, what is this? This was, like, in the 80s. Stefano? This has nothing to do with Stefano. Eugene and Calliope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Michael's well, friend, John Delancey. Well, then we might Santa Barbara, the, the soap opera. Santa Barbara with Ace and, uh... Do you remember Santa Barbara? I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a ridiculous show. <laughs> Uh, it's not wasn't as ridiculous as Passions. I was. I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Passions was. Oh, oh no. Um, Megan Ensley is probably really upset right now that she can't get in on this Passions conversation. Oh my God, Passions! <laughs> Jesus Christ, Passions was basically. It was based on Princess Di's death. <laughs> Right? Which is the most fucked up thing about it. It's like, I don't know. There's a lot of things. We should just keep going. We should. Heaven's Gate. Everybody. Stop. Heaven's Gate was, is, still around, if you can believe it, uh, an American UFO religious millennial cult based in San Diego. It was founded in 1974. It was led by Marshall Applewhite. We're going to talk about him in a second. And crazy weirdo Bonnie Nettles. <laughs> Bonnie Nettles. I love Bonnie. Yeah. You guys, I'm not going to talk a it's lot a about It's a beautiful her. love story between the two of them. I guess. <laughs> it's um, not. No. <laughs> she actually, um, a lot of people don't realize this, so I'm just going to put this out there. Uh, she died in 1985. Mm-hmm. So they started this whole thing together in 1974. He um, and his group committed suicide in 1997. And so poor uh, uh, Bonnie Nettles had been gone for quite uh, 13 years, quite some time. Gone or ascended to the heavens with their alien masters. Yep. Okay. I think you're right. Yeah. You're right. Thank you. So, <laughs> Marshall Applewhite was the son of a Presbyterian minister. And uh, this Presbyterian minister also happened to be a formal, former soldier. Um, would you like to talk about that, Noel? No. Okay. You don't want to talk about um, religious fervor? I mean, we can. 
We can. I mean, but one has to imagine, like, if you're raised in a religious fervor, that your first step uh, into your destiny is religious fervor. Yeah. Not necessarily matching the religious fervor you grew up in, but... But if you're... I mean, are we going there? No. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not going anywhere. I'm just... I Yes, agreed. <laughs> okay. It's just I a don't... supposition. Yeah. Uh, after, um, okay, so, I don't want to, like, get too far into the weeds in this, but Marshall Applegate, uh, having had this very religious upbringing, got busted. He had a gay relationship with one of his students. Oh. Yeah. So... He was fired from the University of St. Thomas in Houston, Texas. Okay. So he, uh, not sort of, but um, in this day and age, 1972, he was doing the wrong thing, right? So he's raised a strict, weird Christian religion. Right. And then he has gay feelings. He has this deep, what he thinks is a romantic relationship with the man, he gets caught and his life is ruined. Right. Not only is his life ruined. And it's illegal at the time. It's illegal. Guess where he has to go? A psychiatric hospital. In San Diego? Yeah. No. In Texas. In Texas. But he legitimately, because of this gay relationship, Right. Goes to the psych ward. Well, right. That's be- pretty intense. Because they have to, like, remove the gay. They have to de They have to whip him. the shit out of you. Yeah. 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 He, he goes from fully being in love and having this mm-hmm. relationship that he really loves to being fired from his job and going into his psych ward. Mm-hmm. Okay. When he's there, he meets the person who will change his life. Bonnie. Bonds. Bonnie Nettles. That's right. Um, also a cool name. It is. They uh, became very close friends when he, <laughs> she was a nurse and he was staying on her floor. Mm-hmm. They concluded, <laughs> this is, this is oh, crazy. Bonnie, you're friends with all of the patients. I know, right? Uh, Bonnie and uh, Marshall decide that they have been predestined to know each other. They decide that they've been chosen to fulfill biblical prophecies. They also decided that they, together, if they were together, would have higher level minds. Meanwhile, FYI, she was married. Of course. And older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> they become this weird couple. I have no doubt they coupled, by the way. Okay. But they become this weird couple... Um, wherein he's gay, not gay. Yeah. And she's older the way that people aged in the 1970s. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So she was 40, 42. She was 44. 44 uh, looking about 65. Yeah, 44 when she met him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so she's... Oh, I know. She's got, like, the, the short hair... Uh, that's per. I think he might have been 30. Let me check their ages again. Um, he 
Bum, bum, bum. Um, he was born in... Oh, no, their age difference isn't that big, big of a deal. She's died much younger. Um, he was born in 1931, and she was born in 1927. Oh. But she died in 1985. But she had... I think she... Didn't she have cancer? I think so. Yeah. She had... Breast cancer, right? Natural causes. Natural causes. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. I, I retain information <coughs> sometimes. Um, Bonds and Marsh believed they would be killed and restored to life. And then they would be transported onto a spaceship. Um, they were very interested in contacting extraterrestrials and um, through their passion they sought like-minded followers. Okay. Um, they published advertisements for meeting uh, sorry for meetings and that's when they started to get disciples and uh, Applewhite was sort of their Jesus and they started to call these disciples their crew. Okay. Um, Applewhite, um, Marshall's writings, um, combined aspects of millennialism, Gnosticism, and science fiction. Um, when you take a deep dive into this, um, uh, Heaven's Gate, you'll see a lot of it's really based on, um, Star Trek. Um, but it's also... More than that, because Marshall was raised as um, a very strict Christian, and so he believed himself to be Jesus. Um, sure. And he called himself the present representative of Christ on Earth. Okay. Not the only one of our friends who has run a cult, and there have been a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the son of man, Charles Manson. Right. It's kind of par for the course. I'm not trying to say he's not original, but it's kind of par for the course. No, it's kind of the, it's, that's part of the deal. Part of the deal. That was, yeah, the Children of God guy, too, and the... Oh, I hate that guy. Did um, you see that documentary? I watched it with you. I actually watched it <laughs> with you for the second time that I've seen it. Um, yep. Sorry about that. No, no, no. That, that guy is amazing to me. I'm fascinated by him, actually, and all this plastic surgery. Um, no, that's not Children of God. That's somebody else. Oh, that's not Children of God. Children of God is, yeah. Who, who is that guy? He's also got a Yeah, he's, it's something similar to that. He's a French guy. No, he was Spanish. Okay. I thought he was French. Yeah, no. Either way. But Children of God guys are super perfect. But both of those guys. Like, all the cartoons of, like, his wang and. Yes. When the daughter died. Well, um, they had that weird, like, like, theater thing. I had your sex. Oh, I'm I'm confused. Sorry. I had sex with your daughter in heaven kind of thing. To try to make the family feel better. And they were like, uh, what the hell? But both of those guys said that they were, like, some kind of, like, reincarnation of Jesus. They all do. Yeah. Anyway. Even if they hadn't heard of Jesus, any cult member would take on the status of what the Jesus myth It's amazing to or me. story or real life, whatever you want to believe. But they would take on that right. savior yeah. kind of deal. 
It's amazing to me how many uh, celebrities came out of the Children of God cult. The Phoenixes. The Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, Rose McGowan. Didn't the writers, Winona Ryder? Oh, I don't know about her. Probably. She she came out of a cult in Petaluma. Yeah. Rose McGowan was, yeah, and, and more. <laughs> <laughs> Our very good friend from last episode, and more. And more. <laughs> <laughs> Their name is Person and More. <laughs> oh, I went to high school with Person and More. And more. It ends with an exclamation point. Yeah, totally <laughs> um, can I talk you talk to you about Heaven's Gate's core beliefs? Yeah, I've, yes, please. And I know you have a lot to say about this because I'm talking about aliens on a ghost show. I'm in. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to talk about ghosts. You know what? We go beyond ghosts. We <coughs> are talking about the supernatural, the paranormal, the other worldly things mm-hmm. in the world. And trolls. <laughs> the movie, of course, starring Justin Timberlake and what? others. Justin Day Timberlake? Justin in... Timberlake and Anna Kendrick. And Are in Trolls? Gwen Stefani. Oh, 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 oh. I see what you're saying. The, the children's, children's movie. movie. Not yeah. Troll 2 that I fondly reference often. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I will never no. watch that. Okay. You'll watch it someday. No, no, I won't. I d- where would I watch that? I don't know, just so you can, like, relate to what I'm talking about and be like, oh, yeah, that did happen in that movie. Wouldn't you rather I understand adult things happening in your life? Sure, but sometimes it would be nice <laughs> if you'd be like, I, as your best friend, Jay Stagman, uh, will watch this horrible movie with you so I understand I you a little so bit more. I watch so many horrible things with you. You don't. We did a Dead Files marathon, kind of. We did, and Amy Allen has taken a turn. She has jumped the shark. Can we talk about this real fast? We're going to go back to Heaven's Gate, but Amy Allen, the fuck. What happened to you? Jumped the, literally jumped, well, literally. she didn't literally jump the shark, but she is. Oh, yeah, you're right. She is figuratively, figuratively jumped the shark. We have to be grammatically correct here. Yeah, this is a very unfortunate turn of events. We're very I mean, upset about it. Amy how 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 does every house you go to have a murder spirit who wants to kill living people and also gives them cancer? We believe in you. We believe. This is we hate you now. We can't handle this. I love you. I have to quit your show. Yep. Um. I. You know what? You were. You seemed like you had together, and just like the Fox sisters, you disappointed Erwan. Erwan. Erwan, indeed. <laughs> You were saying the core beliefs. Okay. See, I'm paying attention. Are you? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> squeeze me. I will never be well. <laughs> I went you've, Amy- been six, you've been sick for 18 months. I really have. I've been sick since um, July 27th. Can I ask you a question? You may. Do you think it's the beer? No. Okay. No, I wish it were the beer. I've actually had less beer. Maybe that's it. <gasps> Drink more beer. Yeah. All right. Well, problem solved. We'll fix that tonight. Living sober. <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Why would Maybe you do that? A... I don't know. Okay. I thought illness required sleep and medicine. Apparently, it just needs like no, late no, no. nights and beer. It requires medicine and beer. 
I'm just kidding. I don't recommend that for anyone. Heaven's Gate. (laughs) (laughs) Members believe that Earth is about to be wiped clean, renewed, refurbished, rejuvenated, and the only chance to survive is to leave it immediately. They believed to be eligible for membership in the next level, humans would have to shed every attachment to the planet. Noel, this meant that all members had to give up human-like characteristics. What are those, you ask? What are those, Jay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Family, friends, sexuality, individuality, jobs, money, and possessions. Just like St. Francis of Assisi. Actually, they were obsessed with... Do you know this? Oh, no, I didn't, actually. They were obsessed with St. Francis of Assisi. They were Franciscans. Yeah. I went to a Franciscan college. Sure. But they... (laughs) No, I did. No, I know. (laughs) Listen, I know. I've been there. Uh, Oh, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, he's the ultimate pauper. Yep. He's the OG pauper. Yep. They actually built all this... um, Oh, okay. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, members of Heaven's Gate believed that evil space aliens, they call them Luciferians, falsely represented the, how original. All right. Falsely represented themselves to Earthlings as God. Okay. And they conspired to keep human beings from developing. This is an interesting. I think, philosophical point. So developing beyond, like, yes. once you, like, plateau, basically, is what they're saying? I think this is fascinating. So, okay. long story short, they have the same origin story of Lucifer, right? The light bearer that fell from the heavens. Yep. and okay. So, in, in, in their minds, evil space aliens came to Earth as false light bearers. Okay. And they represented themselves as God. And so the people stopped developing. So basically this is this is Marxism. This is religion is the opium opium of the masses. This is sort of a modern day take on not necessarily what religion was, but what religion is. Yeah. So this is like to me, what's so interesting about Heaven's Gate is it's so Christianly, is, scientifically atheistic. So, do you know what I'm talking about? I do, I do. I have a question though. When we say developing, though, are we talking developing physically? Are we talking developing developing intellectually? Intellectually, okay. Because if it's physically. Um, no, what they believe it is, um, and and thank you for asking. Uh, what they believe is that humans could have been pure potential, but aliens came down and subjugated them. Uh huh. And um, so that's why we use masquerading as God. And God, we know. I mean, yeah. Let's say let let's say the most displeasing God of all: Buddhism, um, Hinduism. Islam, whatever it is, Christianity, Judaism. We know that God can be terrible. Right. And so where they stick the landing on this is God is terrible. Mm -hmm. Where God is jealous, God smites, God is 
uh, restrictive. God asks you to act against your own humanity. Right. So in this cult, it's basically like God is an alien who came down and gave you all these restrictions malevolently rather than the Christian God of benevolency. And then you have to work your way up to I'm a sinner and I'm not doing well. Got it. Meanwhile, this, uh, heaven's gate is like, none of this makes sense. So why would we do this? These are all, okay. God is, God is, uh, aliens masquerading. (coughs) Okay. Got it. Okay. Understood. Yep. Lots of silence here, Noel. I know. Oh, no. Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> I was taking that all in. Um, yes? <laughs> <laughs> so, Heaven's Gate believes um, that all existing religions on Earth have been corrupted by malevolent aliens. Okay. They believed in the idea of walk-ins. Do you know what walk-ins are? Maybe. Not Christopher, but, like, walk <laughs> dash in. Right, I got it. Yeah. Um, the idea of walk-ins is very similar to the idea of being possessed by spirits. Uh-huh. So, a walk-in is basically, like, an alien who occupies a body... And it is not encumbered by the original soul. You know? Yeah, got it. Kind of like devil possession. Uh-huh. Or demon possession. Devil possession. Heaven's Gate uh, came to believe that extraterrestrial walk-ins um, are aliens that come from another planet that want to do harm. Okay. Slash... Good. So it's like your Thetan. Thetan. Kind of. When I I say harm, mostly... I mean, it's kind of like the Judeo-Christian God in a weird way, and I think most of this is is passed through Applewhite's predisposition Uh towards an angry God, Uh an Old Testament God, is... um, Yes, God can be nice, but mostly, like, if, if you have an alien walking into your, uh... An alien into walks your into your body. body. <laughs> you know, right? It's it's kind of the way that, like, Christians perceive yeah. demons. Yeah, I It requires you. an exorcism. Mm-hmm. It is rare, meaning probably nil, mm-hmm. that you'll ever talk to someone who's in, engaged in a walk-in... Or witness to walk in where they're like, it went great. Huh. It's kind of the way that an exorcism is probably the plot point of a movie and not real life. Right. The, the supposition is that this is evil and these are humans. Mm-hmm. Right. Gotcha. Because um, more than likely, these folks are epileptic <laughs> and have right. like a serious medical illness that needs to be treated with medicine. Yep. By yeah. the way, these guys killed themselves with phenobarbital, which is one of the main ingredients in epilepsy medicine. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, y'all, um, 
So, Heaven's Gates guys uh, believed in the ancient aliens hypothesis. If you have cable television, you know exactly what this is. Uh-huh. Um, I don't have this on my paper, but um, uh, Van Deniken, who's a, a Dutch uh, pseudoscientist, um, his first book, Terrors of the Gods, I think came out like in the early 1990s. But anyway, long story short, he has this big theory that like all of our relics and all of our history mm-hmm. is um, aliens coming down to Earth. Um the reason why there is no missing link, quote unquote, is that um, aliens came down, had sex with uh, Neanderthals or lesser beings, and and therefore Homo sapiens. Right. So it's like a mixed breed. Right. Race. We're a hybrid. Yeah. Well, there's also the theory too that um, there are like the original beings. I can't remember the the title that live like in. The earth, the earth, and that Cross. they, yeah, that yeah. they also like control the greys and um, uh, I can't through frequency, frequency, yes, which I love, yes, the reptilians, the reptilians, thank you, and they control <laughs> the greys, and then there's another level. I'm not laughing because I want to. I'm laughing because God bless us all. If it's true, right? Um, that's where I thought you were going earlier when you said that we hadn't fully developed because mm. I thought it was like a physical thing. Um, and they stunted our growth. Ah. Uh, so I thought it was going to be like, because the reptilians are known to be these massive beasts that yes. live beneath the earth's core, but, um, it's the greys. And then there's like a smaller version that they control and that they're the ones who, um, sent the greys down here to breed mm-hmm. with, uh, the, the Neanderthals to create the homo sapiens. Mm-hmm. Sorry, let me push up my glasses on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Um, they, Heaven's Gate believed that aliens planted the seeds of um, humanity millions of years ago. And that they uh, had come at the time of the suicide uh, to reap the harvest of their work. Um, here's an interesting thing, because what Heaven's Gate did to the psychology of people, uh, I mean, this is my own posit, but what was interesting about what happened, it was the mid-1990s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, ha- we have to talk about the internet. What? So this was a cult that was founded. Al Gore's internet? Al Gore's internet. This was a cult that was founded, um, I want to say 1974. I just talked about it. Um, I want to get that right. If it's 1974. Okay. That's what you said. Yeah. <coughs> so, yeah, 1974. So, I mean, by 1996, which is a year before they all commit suicide, mm-hmm. this is a 22-year-old religion. Right. The crazy fucking thing is that people didn't know it. Right? Mm-hmm. So they were like, what is this thing? So in the years of um, technology, these are a bunch of nerds, right? Right. And so suddenly they're online and they're, I mean, the, by the way, the whole thing commits suicide in 1997. So this is how early online they are. You right. Know what I mean? um, this is dial up AOL 
yeah. whatever the thing was. I can't remember the thing before that. Like, um, discs from yeah. Entertainment Weekly. Right. You know, like, shit like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, everyone in the 90s, this is what I find really fascinating about this story when I did research. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, this is a 90s cyber cult. This is a, this is a computer thing. No. Incorrect. But everyone sort of pegs Heaven's Gate as that because they were one of the first cults to figure out they, the internet. They embraced they embraced it because they were yeah. nerds. They were nerds. They were science and, positive. And so they, that's a really nice way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you. They were science positive, and, and so therefore there's an association there, but it's not accurate. Correct. Yeah. So it's it's unfortunate in the way that if they would have lived three years longer, yeah. Like the, I mean, if they if they would have but they lived, get lumped in this weirdo like because of the way that dad is so crazy, right? But if they would have lived, if they would have stayed on for another year, that could have saved all of those lives or most of those lives when you really think of it, yeah. because the way that the internet was evolving and all that stuff was happening so quickly. They probably got more members after all those people died. Yeah. It's still going. I know. It's crazy. But I mean, but that's yeah. But, but a lot of, but but honestly, like, like, by the way, in case you guys are wondering the reason why uh, Noel and I are studying is because we're sitting across from each other and like be like, Whoa, (laughs) <laughs> because human psychology is interesting. Mm-hmm. It took all these people to die for people to get interested. Right. Well, I mean, it's kind of like a, a, a lot of artists that we know, yep. like their work doesn't become famous until <coughs> they're dead. Yeah. I just watched a murder. She wrote the <gasps> other day. I did too. <laughs> Where that puppet with a French accent. Well, it's the one with the the guy who's now married to that very young woman, and he's a he's a starving artist, and he's murdered. The hell! And he's the dude. He's the actor that he was like fifty, and he married that eighteen year old girl. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Move on. Are you talking about the guy from Lost? Yeah, that oh. guy. I don't know the same. He's on an episode of Murder She Wrote of that I had on here because I knew yeah. you were coming. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm a good friend. You're an amazing friend. Um bum, bum, bum. It's in there somewhere. Okay, guys, I, I need to talk about this. Um in Heaven's Gate, um people had to go to the next level. The so- OT three? <laughs> no, actually, it, it, they are less complicated than Scientology. Okay. Here's the interesting thing. Um, Heaven's Gate never got the population of Scientology, nor did they care, and they all died. Right. I mean, here's here's what they had going for them. Is crazily enough. I did so much research on this, and um, Apple White is one of the few cult leaders that did everything he asked his members to do. That's how all in he was. 
but let's 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 think about this. That's a good manager. He met his uh, co-conspirator in a psych ward. And but, when she was a nurse and he was having a mental breakdown and she was like, yes, hunty. But in fairness, he was put in a psych ward because he was found to be gay. Right. So he wasn't delusional. He didn't actually have a mental illness in any way. So one could argue. Yeah. Did one the, could. You're right. Did the psych being put in that situation lead him to some type of madness? That's I, a good point. Yeah. That's an exceedingly good point, actually. Um, so, according to Heaven's Gate, here is um, the process. There's four ways to enter... <laughs> you're, you're just a gateway. Um, the graduate... Sorry, Noel's cat just leaps across me, so I have to, like, pause. That's the studio cat. Yep. Um, first, physical pickup onto a spacecraft. And so this is uh, one way to escape uh, humankind and Earth. One, literal pickup in the spacecraft. So they like... They reckoned this um, closely to Christianity as the rapture. So like the spacecraft like lands in your driveway and yep. you... Or are you beamed up, or both are I have no options. idea. I think the way this sounds is that it's nice. Yeah, it's welcoming. So, yeah. they like so land. it's basically, what they call this is the UFO version of the rapture. Okay. So, it's basically... It's like Close Encounters of the Third coming calling you home kind of deal. Okay. Yeah. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. They land. It's not communion in the, where everyone's freaking you out. No, It's no, basically no. like you get a spaceship and you're like, oh, my homies. No, no, no. This is door, the rapture. Op- door opens. Richard Dreyfus walks in. He goes and, you know, figures mm-hmm. out what, what's happening there. They, they welcome him with open arms. The other way, second way, to get to natural death, sorry, to get to the next level is... Natural death, accidental death, death from random violence. So death. Death. <laughs> but that's weird, right? Death from random violence. Anyway. Um, Basically death. They've just they laid call out this all, all, all the ways you could die. The graduating soul. Okay. Right. Uh, the third, which now we're actually getting to cult shit. Yeah. And I love this. Because this happened just a few years earlier. Um, not in their tenants before. Now in their tenants. Outside. Basically the outside gets in. So. What they had witnessed. Was the Branch Davidians. In Waco, Texas. Mm-hmm. And. Applewhite had never put these things together. And decided to conflate them and told his followers for the first time ever, um, we should be afraid of the American government. And when they kill us, we will be martyrs and we will go to our alien. Yes. Shit. Fascinating, right? Yeah. 
not had it before. Clearly the the arc of mm-hmm. cult. Right. And and it's the word it's all in the wording. It's when they kill us. Yes. Like he is setting that expectation right off the bat of I mean truly they they had this never will had happen. Us. He would talk about um David Koresh and the French Davidians mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. I think when were they? 1994, 1995? I think, I, was it that? I think, and, but like 93, Heaven's Gate was 1997. I think Waco was 93. So it was like right on the... Yeah. So it's in that... But it's interesting where... And I, I, I don't know if this is a fair comparison, but I, I think it is. Um, you see this... We see this with mass shooters, too, where they reference other yeah. mass shooters. Mm-hmm. You know, we hear about, and I'm not wrong gonna, or right. We're left or left or whatever, <laughs> left to center. Everyone, everyone's got a reason to do what they had to do. Yeah. They're always, yeah. 1993 was Waco. Um, okay. So four years later, this yeah. cult is basically like, we have an idea. We're all going to commit suicide, mm-hmm. which leads me to my last point. So the, the last thing you could do if you wanted to, to get to the next level is to, Exit your body in a dignified manner, aka suicide. But let's talk about this. <laughs> this is I, Heaven's Gate weirded everyone out because it was so dignified. So I I have this image in my head of <laughs> like the soul exiting the dead body in like a suit and tail like a. Uh, coat and tails and like a monocle monocle (laughs) in the most dignified of manners yes sorry no you're perfect but it's it's sort of I have to go back to my (laughs) page one um all 39 were dressed in identical black shirts and sweatpants, brand new black and white Nike decades uh-huh. and armband patches. Like these were folks. Let me go up above. Each member carried a $5 bill three quarters in their pocket. The $5 bill was to cover the vacancy funds while members were out on jobs. While the quarters to make phone calls like, They all died in their bunk beds mm-hmm. with bags over the head in the same way. And they had that, like, purple yeah. thing on them, too, right? And so neatly that people were freaked out. Yeah. Now, Jonestown, you mentioned Jim Jones. I think it's 950 people. Well, Besides the murdered senator and the, his murdered aides. Well, and we like and the murdered he, children too, because those children didn't accept that they were forced to. Well, no, to I mean, drink the, literally nine. I think it's nine hundred and fifty people. It's, yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, he, this was a sociopath. Sorry about that, everybody. We had some technical difficulties, <laughs> but we are back. We are back. Um. Noelle, mm-hmm. aside from cool aliens, the story also has maybe ghosts. What? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about resident energy for a second? I would love to. Okay. 
What do you think um, resonant energy is? Nope. But in a chaotic, <laughs> in a chaotic situation such as this, uh, March 26, 1997, uh, wherein 39 members of a group all committed mass suicide, um, do you think there might be 39 ghosts? I think... Yeah, I mean, I think there might be more because you said it went, they died over the course of three days, right? Yep. So 15, 15, 15, 15 and nine. I think that there might be more of an imprint left from the panic from those that were still living. Interesting. While there were 15 right. people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that if that's true, but I, but that's I, where my I, mind it, goes. it can't, it can't be comfortable to be in a house and I know that it's 9,000 something square feet, which is gigantic, but like, but I think you and I, maybe you are thinking of like Amy Allen too, like, uh, living people had a, had a hard time with this. For sure. Knowing that there are 15 <coughs> dead people and then people 30 dead people. knew that they were going to die. Yeah. Well, and yeah, like you're, and you're, did so uniformly. Sure. And these are the people that you are probably at this point, you're, they're your family. You're closest to them and knowing that they are dead in another room and you know, you're hoping for the best for them, but there's that panic of like your impending doom. There's probably like a little bit of that. Um, well, I think I would, the fear I would of the unknown. like to say to the contrary, I think that they thought they were, they purposely did what they did. Mm -hmm. They did it uniformly. And I think they thought they were going to heaven. Sure. Or to an alien planet. But I think... Because they didn't necessarily believe in heaven, right? Because they thought that religion was bad and chaotic. So that they thought they were maybe heading to the next plane. Sure. The mothership. So do you think that it was more that panic of what if we get caught before like we're able to finish what we set out to do? Or do you think... I don't know. I just think the resonant energy there would be. I think they're, they're probably would, would really for me. I feel like if I walked onto that property, I would feel, um, I wouldn't feel good. Heavy. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like it would. I, I, I will, I'll I say know. this. I think that if, if there are 39 people there, there's at least one person that didn't want to do it who didn't want to do it or had that I moment. More I think one. there were, was more than one, but that they had that moment when that first wave of people did it and they're they like, must have been in the first wave, by the way. Holy fuck. Well, or I don't necessarily think that. I mean, there was people in the first wave that probably had some reluctance or trepidation as well, but like, I'm sure that the second two waves definitely had some folks that were like, what the fuck are we doing? And then they're walking around for the next day or two with dead bodies all around them yep. and like living with that. And there's gotta be some type of fear and panic that's setting in. And that like, again, it goes back to that fear of the unknown. And I, and I, and I don't know this and maybe this is a very, uh, an ignorant statement to make, but I personally think that despite 
whatever your personal faith and beliefs are, um, as, as much as you think that you truly believe and know, I, do you ever really know? And I think at the end, there's always that panic of, course. of like, I don't really know what the afterlife is going to bring me and what if I'm wrong. So I think that there's a lot of probably that there, but you should just tell me instead of me guessing. No, I I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Just some heavy, bad energy. Mm -hmm. Cool. Not cool. Awful. Well, next stop. Yes. um, In terms of ghosts slash supernatural. Um, Many posit that this is maybe already an alien hub. (laughs) So, (laughs) laugh, but also, it's what people believe. Right. Right? Um, San Diego. um, I know, right? (laughs) Um, There are people who um, have said that they've seen ghosts. Um, they've seen things that are not clearly human. Mm-hmm. Um, peeps who sort of monitor that area are like, well, okay, cool. You see spirits. You see what you think are ghosts. Right. You don't. You see well, aliens. And this is basically an alien hellmouth. Well, there's also the dimensional alien theory. Um say it right now because this is exactly this. This is where we're going? Yeah. That um, the whole concept is that it's not, this is kind of the Bill Nye thing where Bill Nye doesn't dispute that there are aliens, but, or that there's extraterrestrial life, but he disputes the fact that uh, extraterrestrials or aliens can travel um, so many light years and get to our planet. Uh, So the theory is that it's actually a dimensional thing and that these beings have been able to develop the technology where they can actually trans uh, or I'm sorry, travel uh, interdimensionally. And so that's where abduction often comes from because when people talk about abduction, a lot of times it's, they see this bright light Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, and then there's a flash and they don't remember anything. So a lot of times people, it will be while they're in bed or they're sleeping. And so like the thought is that the, 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 these beings can come through like walls or they like, they, you know, create some type of rift in the dimensional wall, come in, abduct you, um, take you for whatever experimentation it is, and then return you back to your bed in time for you to wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And you don't remember anything. Um, yeah. Yes. I don't know if you have more than that, but that's, (laughs) that's the, that's the quick overview of that. No, it's fascinating. Thank you. It's very fascinating to me, and I think that, honestly, is, like, probably the most plausible scientifically, Mm -hmm. which my my uncle and I haven't gotten there yet to have that conversation, but... (laughs) No, I mean, there's there's something... um, When one starts to talk about time travel and or interdimensionality, there's this fascinating uh, question about how individuals or humans sense time. Yeah. So you can say, let's say, Randy from wherever 
thinks he was in the UFO, mm-hmm. right? Um, abducted UFO comes back to earth. What is he trying to say? What is he trying to convey? And most psychologists have not figured that out. Yeah. I mean, it's either a display of mental instability and or it's so similar to the way that other people communicate about extraterrestrials that maybe this person doesn't have temporal capacity anymore. Right. Right. So in their minds, they were up there for a night in Mm -hmm. the, let's say, extraterrestrials um, who have traveled. I mean, we know it takes three years to go to Mars. Right. Right. We now know this. Right. Very late in the life expectancy of Earth. Mm -hmm. So maybe we've had aliens among us. Um, they've, They've been playing the long game. Yeah. So they would clearly... Mm-hmm. Um, whatever ability it is to be like, yeah, right. Well, and if you, I mean, if we're going to go there and you look at, um, the Roswell, the Roswell crash, uh, and you see the, um, some of the found objects from that ship, mm-hmm. um, and that technology, like the biggest thing from that one, I mean, it was so destroyed, but the one thing that they were able to take was uh, the piece part of the, like, outside of the craft aircraft where it looked like, you know, Stuff. a light piece of okay. tinfoil. But the, the report from, um, uh, I think, uh, blanking on his name, I think it's Jesse Marcel, who was the um, armed, he was in the armed forces, and I think he was naval a naval officer, uh, he said, stated how he would crumple it up in his hand. And then when he opened up his hand, um, the material would just lay flat, like with no creases or anything on it. And you look at technology like that. We don't, we still don't have anything like that. And so when you look at things like that, and if this is true and if it really did happen and if the, you know, this was a factual event, you're like, these beings, these extraterrestrials are so far ahead of us and so far advanced that maybe it is plausible. Maybe it is likely that they can travel light years in a short period of time where we still haven't been able to master that distance. It still takes us three years to get to Mars, which is the closest planet to us. Sorry, I shouldn't go off on that, but it's, it's a fascinating theory and conversation. Um, space travel is, um, and we, we will find, I'm very excited about it, but we will find that just like, um, people 500 years ago, like, how interesting I don't know. What I'm thinking about is, is like, I mean, he was Air can Force. You, can you imagine, like, it's 1492, Columbus. Columbus sucks because he's terrible. And yet, he manages to get all the way to Haiti. And when he gets to Haiti, 
I know this is these are the stories that I were told, but it's so true. When he gets to Haiti, people are like, what? This is, like, crazy. This is crazy. And he's like, right, I know. And then he decimates everybody. All the Haitians are like, how did you find us? Right? <laughs> like, you're a god is the way we treat aliens, right? Yeah. You're a god. And then, like, the next thing is... We finna kill you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, but what? But when the, the Roswell crash happened, there allegedly was a surviving alien. Yeah. And they immediately took that alien to the Air Force base. Jesse Marcelli just looked it up. It was actually an Air Force major. Sorry for that mistake. Um, they took that alien to the. Uh, Air Force Base immediately and wanted to conduct experiments. So, like, that's our human nature is that, Mm -hmm. like, but he also didn't come in with an army where Columbus did come in with, you know, a boat full of uh, hooligans, basically. Had he, had he, it would be, I actually would love that alternate history. I love to do a board game of what if Columbus came by himself on a fucking. Like a rowboat. Like ET weirdo craft, yeah. And still, they were able to be like, "Oh, well, you have a gun, and you have this, and you have this." Right. Like the natives would still think ancient aliens, right? Okay. Yeah. We digress. So we're trying to finish this. Long story short, I'm gonna skip all this stuff. Um. Here's a quote. It's possible that alien life forms should be counted among famous Rancho Santa Fe residents. That they are really in communication with some sort of extraterrestrial life, although it seems more likely that they were in contact with something paranormal. My money is on spirits of some sort. But of course, I can't prove that. Whoever these apparitions are, whatever their story might be, it's pretty clear eyewitnesses and people close to the site understand that these spirits are unhappy. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Who said that? Um, Anonymous. Ah, anonymous slash experts. <laughs> yes. Yes. What a guy. Or gal. What a gal. Um, I listed so many things about mm-hmm. Heaven's Gate. Um, we're looking to have the information that we have. So, so this theory is that they were communicating with potential spirits that maybe they were all like mediums of some sort. No. Okay. So afterwards, so the deal with, uh, heaven's gate is that they followed Applewhite. Uh huh. Right. And they all committed suicide because they thought that the aliens wanted them to. Right. Um, at the end of the day, they might be in paradise. We don't know. I was just going to say, what if they're right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, 
I have to say this. I don't give a shit. But <laughs> second of all, um, what... Uh, the last part of that I was trying to convey is that um, people believe the property is haunted. Uh-huh. And so, ghosts, no ghosts, blah. Do you know what happened to the property after this? Um, I looked it up. Here's why I'm reluctant to talk about it. Um, I looked it up, and the last thing I got about it was from 2012. Okay. And it was on sale. Okay. So, um, I'm not exactly sure what's happening with the property. Got it. That's the only thing I know. But it's been, like, people have lived oh, in yeah. it, and it's, it's oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it was sold the last time, I think, in 2010. And it was on the market in 2012. So they either flipped it or they got to get out because of all the ghosts. Yes. Let's assume <coughs> ghosts. Yeah. Well, um, I told you they had to rename the street name. Yeah. Um, they have ghosts. And aliens and all sorts of sightings. Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Yeah. And like I said, um, it's there's not a too far from Sunnydale. There's a contingent of people <laughs> that don't think. Anyway, they don't think this is like rumor, bad happenstance. They yeah. are like. They're into it. Yeah. They're, they're doing it. it. Well, interesting. I'd like to meet their leader. <laughs> You're their leader. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been going incognito. Ladies. I don't know what you're talking about, Jay. Ladies and gentlemen. Leon, are you in? I'm in. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been High Spirits. I'm Jay Sagman. With me, as always, is... Noelle Schmidt. Noelle, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking Louis Martini Cabernet. It's named after a guy. Jay Stegman, what are you drinking? Jay, what are you drinking? Antihero by Revolution. Revolution. So exciting. Hey, thank you so much for listening to High Spirits. We totally appreciate your uh, patronage. Last but not least, my best friend in the entire world is <laughs> going to say one last thing. Sweet dreams.